Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome. It's so great to have all of you tune us in and turn us on. Thank you so, so very much for that. Um, I don't know if I have to move my little Yeti mic. I think I'm okay. Uh, we had a great show for you today. One of the things, Ava uh, is here, Ava Marquez is here. And one of the things I want to say is I've been so excited about having her join us today on, it's not just a book. So we're going to talk about the book, Activate Your Cosmic DNA. But it's so much more than a book. I mean, when you look at somebody that has looked at their lives and has been so tapped in to really a knowing, let's just call it a knowing. Let's call it a knowing about a life journey. But when you think about these and you think about someone that absolutely is getting some information, is receiving information and looks at data. And, and we're now having conversations about light and light beings. And one of the things that I'm really struck by is we're talking about things in this world that many people have been a step away from. And what do I mean by that? Here's what I mean. For decades, there's been a group of people that have been considered new thought, that have been considered, let's just say, spiritual. But what has happened in our pop culture now has totally revamped this. And even though mainstream may not use some of the language that Ava and I are going to use today. They are so plugged in. Ask yourself this question. Benny, Benny, ask yourself this question. Why are we so fascinated? And you have two, two young children. Why are we so fascinated with anything cosmic? I mean, why were we, why are we so captivated with I have to consider Stanley my friend. But why are we so captivated by imagery, messaging, characters that were created decades ago? The entire Marvel and DC universe, right? When you really get down to it, what are they talking about? You know, what are they talking about with our cosmic relationships? Every single aspect of what you're seeing now in blockbuster movies, pop culture. And I will say there is one exception, uh, like Top Gun, okay, like was not part of that. But still, what is it that we are so fascinated about, have been for so long, and yet not quite making the connection to how we are being activated or can activate our cosmic DNA. Now, what, what Eva has done is she has created an amazing book. And what I mean by this is we're talking about connections eons ago. You're going to hear her talk about this because she's a whisperer. 
star nations seeding the earth. And by the way, this is now in our mainstream. Mainstream just doesn't know it's in there, but you cannot be in our pop culture. Anybody that's doing anything that has to do with media or, or large blocks of media, they are now saying, we cannot produce the next movie, the next Netflix series, the next blah, blah, blah series, if it doesn't have an element of this. Ava, great to have you here. Thank you. Welcome to the show. Oh, thank you for having me here. This is so exciting. You know, look, um, you're going to talk about something from a very personal and knowledgeable perspective, but I do not think I'm wrong about our pop culture. And it's not just the United States. And what I mean by that is, how is it that Hollywood, Bollywood, every wood, decades ago, started to create movies and imageries about what we're about to talk about now? Absolutely. I think that, you know, those who write, because every writer, composer, and so much on, we meditate, and you connect to some higher place, whatever you call it, you are inspired. There's this inspiration that comes to you. And we all know this whale is thinning. So there's a lot of inspiration coming from the cosmos. And suddenly you get this inspiration and think of this superhero and so much on, because those abilities are real somewhere. You're literally tapping in this cloud of the knowledge and they write it into the stories that are exciting and captivating. Now we can have a story that is exciting and captivating, but it will never speak to us. So maybe we can ask for it. How come it speak to us? How come I want to be Iron Man or the Superman or the Spider-Man? Why? Because it's mirroring something within us. It's literally like walking by the mirror and looking like, hi, here you are. So <laughs> we are watching the superheroes. We each have our personal favorites, right? It's not that we all like that one person or that one actor because we'll think that she or he are really good looking. They are really attracted to that quality, that personality, that ability that he or she is expressing to us. Oh my God. Can, all right? We all can agree that we have that soul mind consciousness within us. There is some light or something within us that goes from the lifetime to lifetime if we only look at this earthly timeline. Now that light, that soul mind consciousness as a memory. So it's like this memory keeper within us. And then when it's something mirrored to us, when we watch that movie that captivates us or anything, something inside of us goes like an echo. I remember that. Pay attention to that. Mm. And then it puts you on this journey. I think that's a that's journey of the awakening. So actually the Hollywood or everybody out there doing such a great service to humanity, to putting us on this awakening journey, whenever it is intentional or not. Right. They're making it normal that eventually we will be the superhuman and it yeah. will be normal. And then what I love about it is then you come along, you know, spiritual counselor, soul healer, teacher and writer, and you come along with this, for lack of a better word, please correct me if, if I misspeak, for lack of a better word, you receive messages and you receive them. But what people don't understand, we're going to talk about how this all began for you in a second. But what folks may or may not understand is what happens to us when we receive messages. I know for me, as a very young child, six years old, Catholic boarding school, I didn't think about the fact 
that there was something wrong with me. I just heard the voice give me a message about my mom who passed away and at literally minutes. And I didn't know anything about that because at six years old, you're just like, oh, let me go tell, let me go tell sister Michael Anthony. And then they think you've lost your mind because why would anybody like Jesus be talking to anybody like you? But then let's step out of the realm of that messages that are coming language of life let me ask you this what was it about your life and when was it in your life that you were touched and if i might say touched by an angel but touched maybe it was a feather maybe it was a two by four but there was something that helped you become who you are today writing an incredible book and teaching the rest of us on how to connect Oh my God, actually brings the tears to my ear, eyes. <laughs> um, I'm sorry about your mom. Um, what I want, I think there's a similarity in the tremendous level of suffering. You are about to enter a tremendous level of suffering, a child who loses a mom at, at age of the sex. Mm-hmm. Being in the modeling school, there's a tremendous level of suffering that opens you somehow to that telepathic energy where any single of us is able to perceive that message. And that is a gift. For me, um, we Palladians, we love to agree to the soul contract of the suffering. So I had a quite abusive childhood. And it was in the time when the times were the worst, when I actually talk about committing suicide, I would have a dreams and the dreams I would travel and so go to bed and sleep or read the books and just be in that story. That was the, that was a way for me when I was touched, when I was transformed to somewhere else and I could not understand it and spirits and all that would scare me for the many years after, you know, I, I used to be more scared of it and welcoming it, but that was that very nourishing and loving thing that happened to me. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for sharing that because, you know, I don't know what it is about the um, Palladians. I, I mean, I mean, I don't know what their relationship to suffering, but it's almost like, if I might, it's not any different than indigenous people and the rites of passage and what one has to go through. By the way, what does that even mean? And so if we don't have an experience in a number of indigenous cultures, they will create something called a vision quest. It's a rite of passage. It is a place that somebody has to go. And by the way, if you don't think that you're going on a quest and doing a little suffering, well, think again, right? But it's this place for us to, and I love how you said it so beautifully because that's what was my first memory of an opening. I don't have a language for it, but of an opening. What's your first memory? My first memory? Yeah. It's very old. (laughs) I was about one and a half year old. Oh, wow. I have a very early memory. And I would walk by the wall and I would feel the electricity in the wall where literally the electric lining is going. And then I would walk to my mother's needle basket because my mother would be needling. And in the Europe, I was born in the Czech Republic. We don't have these protective things so back then. I would take the two needles and I electrocute myself. I think I give myself a little power jump to the other side and coming back. And then I have seen 
wow, that's interesting. I actually seen the UFO after. I would be drawing a spaceship blueprint on the bottom side of my mother's sofa. I actually mm-hmm. tried to do it on the wall, but by the age that one and a half, two, it wasn't that expressive. My mom, my mom wasn't really happy about it. But those are really my first memory. And I remember the drawing the spaceship, you know, like the rooms beside the room. And I wish I can remember it all today, but I felt like there was such an importance to document it and how the each room is connected to the other room and importance to it. But that's all what I remember. Yeah. But you know, I asked the question because you open your book right out of the gate, remembering, right? Yeah. And so I think it's so important for us to tell everybody listening this is our birthright to remember. Yes. And yes, there are so many things that happen in life that could really shut us down, that could really make us a little bit harder. But you know, you're you're giving us an invitation right out of your book. And for those of you just tuning in, you know, I want to make sure you all know this is, and by the way, if you have any questions for today for the show for uh Ava Marquez, you can call us 1-800-930-2819. So please feel free to do that, 1-800-930-2819. And the reason that this is important is because we're talking about Activate Your Cosmic DNA. That's the title of the book, Discover Your Starseed Family. So we're going to go through and talk about the what are the starseed families, because we know them, we've named them, we've seen them, again, reference any books you see coming out there, you'll see names. And how about this interesting satellite company calling itself what? Sirius XM. And so it's so a part of us. So what you're seeing is, and we're going to go through this, is there's a remembering that happens because we have something inside of us. Yes. Otherwise, your book wouldn't say activate. It would say like, I don't know, like find, I don't know what it would say, but what you're saying is we have it. Yeah. It is built inside of us. It has always been there and it wants to awaken. I think it's scheduled on that, you know, schedule awakening, which is probably two, 300 years into human evolution forward. But, you know, we all who are remembering now and trying to raise that awareness, we are a little bit ahead of time. But as you said, how come they named that? Or the Subaru, like my favorite car. Uh, it's the Pleiades. Uh, yes. Everything. You know, why, why do you name the car Pleiades? <laughs> Isn't that an interesting question? But, you know, it's I also, know. I mean, what we're really talking about here is we're talking about a solution for so many things. And, and I want to talk about that because... There's a reason that you wrote the book. There's a reason that you're bringing the message forward. There's a reason that, you know, amongst us, we are disseminating, we're we're spreading information out about kind of these ideas. Whether you're thinking Atlantis or you're thinking about inner earth or you're thinking about, you know, the rain, there's a message in this, but the timing of this is so special because I think we are getting prepared. Are we getting prepared? We are definitely getting prepared. And uh, that is going to be normal. There's, you know, I think the contact has been already happening here for many, many years. It's just not public. 
But I think the biggest shock is that the aliens are among us and that we are the aliens actually living in the body. Some of us who had a already planetary life somewhere else before we came on the earth and some people started here on the earth. And I think it's so important to remember because again, we are getting prepared, but also as we're getting smarter, we are in a very, you know, self-destructive kind of the behavior. And so there is a difference, you know, when you remember that you are a star seed, you suddenly accept that, yes, I'm a different people may look at me different yeah. and I don't have to solve that through the alcohol or drug addiction or any kind of the problem. I can actually really own that within me and, and enjoy that eccentricity of it instead of just hide myself and be afraid, you know, who I am. So, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, let's talk about that for a minute too, because I meant, I kind of alluded to this and for, for a moment, I alluded to the idea that, you know, each and every one of us has a rite of passage. We go through a portal, I, whatever you wouldn't want to call it. We go through a step in life that changes us, whether it's at one years old or six years old or 60. But there's something that happens that changes us. And I wanted to ask you about it because I don't think there are any mistakes. I don't think that when I think back in my life, everything that I've gone through, and I'm kind of similar to you, but it's prepared me to be able to be in the world the way I am now. You know, it's given me a depth of what we are capable of overcoming. You know, I heard a quote from someone the other day, um, young woman, 16 year old, preparing for the Olympics, rock climber. Um, she ready to go to the Olympics. It's a new sport. Rock climbing will be a new sport. 16. All of a sudden she gets sick and she's diagnosed with type one diabetes. And so she's been competing in something that, uh, uh, what do we call it? I can't remember the sport, but it's one of my favorite like obstacle course sports that are out there now. And, and so she, she competed, completed the course, fully completed the entire course. And I think it was on television, but her motto is, it doesn't have to be easy. Just, it has to be possible, just possible. And this is really what you're talking about. If we open up ourselves to the possibility, yeah. tell me, what is the mystery that we should prepare ourselves that will be revealed to us? Outside of reading your entire book and the entire body of work. But what do you think that what do you think the mystery for our time is right now? I I know that you all expect to say that there's gonna be the spaceship who's gonna land here or there. I think the biggest mystery is to figuring out our body because that's all what the plane is teaching mm -hmm. me. As you said, you know, we are going through all these unexpected illnesses and suffering and the problems and um to walk a little bit around this, the electrocution was the one thing was not remembering, but the awakening really with me came with the Lyme disease that really got me this learning and learning about the healing and funny things that my guide says before, learn about the healing. And I was like, no, no, I can just be channeled. That's fine. That's really fine. <laughs> a few months after I get a really serious effect of the Lyme disease that completely changed my life. 
And I'm so grateful for it. I mean, the year after, like six months, I didn't even know who I am. The data six months, but learning, working with my meridians, learning to talk of my body, really finding that way, that changed me. And I think that the biggest discovery that we can have or we can be shocked with, that we can heal ourselves, that our body is a microcosm of macrocosm, that every organ within the body mirrors the constellation, same as we mirror in the personalities of those star families, we mirror the constellation. So as you says, we all come to the choices of, am I going to be depressed that I can't, for example, to compete in the Olympics? Because that's heartbreaking. That's playing down heartbreaking. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Or, and I'm going to make the best out of it. Yeah. And it says, you know, it doesn't have to be easy, but I'm going to make the best out of it. I'm going to accomplish here what I came to accomplish. I'll be that voice. So we have a gallbladder organ. To me, that is the Orion Star Nation, which is not in the book, but it's something out of this book. Uh-huh. <laughs> but if the Orion energy imprint is within our gallbladder, according to Chinese medicine, gallbladder is a decision maker. We, we all go, we don't have that free will chosen, we are blocked. Yes, we have. It's inside of our body. And I think if we go organ by organ, start looking at the personalities, we start realizing that literally the universe is inside of us. And to be in the universe, we have to go through us and be in the universe. Um, we're going to talk more about this. We're also going to talk about something that is so very important, but the way you talk about it in the book. And, and, and by the way, you introduced the power of three early on in the book. And I want to talk with you about that. But before we go ahead, uh, how do people get a copy of the book, if you don't mind? And then you also have courses that you offer. How do people connect with you in general? Thank you for asking. You can find me on my website, www.evamarquez.org. And my books are on my website, but I also own major book resellers, which is the in a traditions, my mm-hmm. publishing house, yeah. uh, Barnes and Nobles, Amazon, Simons and Chester, Bam, Million Books, Bookshops.org, and IndieBound. So they're all over the place. I love it. When we come back, we're going to take a short break, Manny Jacob. We're going to talk about the power of three and what this is. And, and the way that Eva is talking about it is really, really what we have to focus on. We're not going to, not just about your past, your present, your future, but this is what she says in the book, the most important connection of, of threes, right? Right. So first of all, it, she says three is a magic number. It offers many clues to the past and to the future. It reveals in your world coded messages from ancient aliens, ancestors, but most importantly, the connection of threes is the connection of the earth, your past, yourself, your present energy, excuse me, past energy, yourself, present energy, and the universe, your future energy. When we come back, we're going to talk with her about the activations. And more importantly, how do we relate? You know, what is it that we're relating to? And can we relate without judgment? You know, there's nothing that says if you love the idea of Atlantis, that that is not enough. There are so many things here and so many messages, but stellar activation cycle, what is it open? What are your ancient memories and how, how do these activate 
connect us to, prepare us for the energy of our future. Benny, we're going to take a short break. Jacob, we're going to take a short break. All of you, 1-800-930-2819. If you have a question, you want to find something out from Ava, give us a call. We're going to take a short break. Everybody, we'll be right back. Do you get stuck in that someday attitude, living the same day over and over again with no action? The Becoming You Show, big ideas that inspire, impact, and influence your life with Leah Rowling is for you. Tune in every Friday at 11 a.m. Central on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This show will have you feeling inspired to take action with purpose and intention. For more information and to get in touch with me, visit www.LeahRowling.com. Tune in to Awaken Your Magic Within, reveal unconscious systems to discover your unstoppable freedom power. Join me, Tracy Lynn Wallace, on TransformationTalkRadio.com the first Tuesday of each month, 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, to gain insight, direction, and tools to uncover limiting beliefs. Get ready to step into your unstoppable power to discover and uncover your magic within. Have you been on life's roller coaster trying to figure out what to do next? Then join Greta, Lee, Yvonne in the Realm of Beings each Friday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Shake the dust off your wings and fly to the highest heights in your thoughts and actions. Express your greatness. Be a champion for yourself. And we'll see you there on Shifting Impressions Conversations with the Realm of Beings. It takes courage to step into your calling and go for your dreams. Sabotage monsters can get in your way, preventing you from reaching your potential. You can choose to struggle alone, or you can choose community and support, someone to walk beside you, meeting you where you are. If you are ready to make real and lasting change, Coach Christine Clark is here for you. Find out more about one-on-one coaching and group programs with Coach Christine at sunglowtransformation.com. There is divinity within you. Join Lisa Belt on her show, The Unshakable Living Show, Supernaturally and Divinely Unshakable, twice a month, and find that divinity that you deserve. Lisa will help you feel encouraged, empowered, and realize that you're not alone on your journey. With Lisa, address the foundation, the frame, and the finish of your dreams and become truly unshakable. Hi, I'm Coach Martez. And I'm licensed therapist with Drina Layton. We want to invite you to join us on the Coach Martez and with Drina Layton show, where we discuss understanding love, accepting truth, and changing your perspectives. Relationships are the currency to life, and so many couples find themselves broke in their relationships. We want you to join us for a lively discussion and practical tips and insights on how to turn things around and gain the merit for life mindset. Okay, Benny, so we know they are from another planet. I got to figure out which one. I got to figure out if they're like Andromeda or like Stevie Nicks for sure is like from what, from like somewhere. Stevie Nicks, I think also says she is, right? So thank you, Benny, for playing that. Uh, Ava, thank you. One more time. Let's give out your website and please spell your last name. I want folks to know how to find out more about you because what we're about to talk about now is we're, we're well, going to talk to so much you have in this book. I read the book. I had to go back and read it. And I'm thinking, well, wait a minute. What? Okay. 
these star seeds, the, these Atlantis, you know, the soul life was created. So my brain started to go, but please tell people how they can find out more about you, how they can attend your class. Don't you have an upcoming class coming soon? Yes, I do. Okay, I please do. tell us about that. So my website is www.evamarquez.org. They spell it E-V-A-M-A-R-Q-U-E-Z.org. And there's a link to my book. You can also find my book at Amazon, in you know, Traditions, Barnes mm-hmm. & Nobles, and all the major bookselling websites. The most popular course I'm teaching is the Soul Healing. It's a 10-week course that will start in the end of the September again. It's a 10-week course. Then we really focus on that trinity that Dr. Pat was yeah. talking about. Yeah. The learning to find that balance is not only a past, present, of the future, but between the soul, mind, and the body. Because if we really want to run this extraterrestrial energy, as I said, you know, we... Re- remember and we awaken and we have to embody it right so then we're gonna learn that and i also teach the language of light course which i probably will teach in the august so my courses are um on my website and i will be updating them more there's so much i have planned for the future and and the reason i'm bringing it up is because what you're really bringing forth and we're going to talk about these energies because what i was really struck by is you and i have so we have so much in common you know, uh, April 1st of 2004, Benny knows me through this. Benny and I have been doing this together with the Dr. Pat show and fuss busting for 20 years. We're coming up on a 20 year anniversary. And so one of the things I realized is that I was on a pathway in my life and there was nothing that was going to stop me, except there was one thing that did a mystery disease, which in the state of Washington was unknown and the form that I had and the level that I had was not really quite documented yet. And so thank you, Dr. Darvish. Thank you, Sue Storm. Thank you, Mary Jane Mack, because my cells stopped working. And that disease is now known, really not a great name, as chronic Lyme disease. And there are many co-infections. But you and I talked about something. I don't want to blow by it because there was an activation and that activation had me look at my past energies. And by the way, I was in the middle of a relationship with a narcissist who just don't get sick. Do not be chronically ill in a relationship unless you're with somebody that really does care for you. But you see what I'm talking about? I mean, why did I have to go through that? What was it about that? That And that's why I keep asking you about the prepared. See, I think that these three years have prepared millions of people. And we're seeing it now. We're seeing it in the headlines. We're seeing people rise up. They've been prepared. But let's talk about this, the energy of past, present. And people may not know where to start. Where do I start? Is it Atlantis? Do I want to skip Atlantis? Can I really go somewhere else? How do they find their own spiritual pathway with this and those energies of past present future so we start with the present with us i would say the one common thing that you and i had you know we were in that narcissistic relationship <laughs> that we just didn't want to see we were not willing to change i yeah. tried to be so normal i was trying to be a normal wife and have a normal kind of the job and just to be normal try to outrun all of that and 
there was so much of dysfunction in my life. Like, you know, when I suddenly had that Lyme disease, I saw it like all open in the front of me that Mm -hmm. my life is absolutely dysfunctionally in many parts. And some parts were very good, but some part of were complete, completely, I was killing myself just by delivering that. So we start in the presence and we really need to do a life review. We need to change what Lyme disease did to us. It changed our nervous system. We can compare it like you take the computer and you push the reset button. It shuts down and it's going to completely, you know, come back online again. And that's what happened to our nervous system. It completely shut down by our villainess. We had to rebuild it again, but we rebuilt it in that more effective kind of the way. So if I stand a person of time and I'll see what is honestly not working in my life, what are the challenges in my life? You know, I'm upset my mother or husband or anything. Or all of them. Take it, you know, what (laughs) triggers me. Yeah. And then I start to look into the past. So think of it as the infinite symbol that we're going to start moving in. Okay. So I'm that door that connected inside. And I says, you know, I always have this issue with my mother. And I start to look, you know, in this lifetime, instead of blaming her, I'm going to look at my thing, you know, what was my involvement in it and everybody says like no 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 it's not me it's not me yes there must be something inside of us that triggers these people and you know that we attract this kind of the relationships in our life and then we start looking back in our past life it may lead us all the way back into the atlantis i always tell people we came here to resolve our earthly issues you did not have a problems with your mother in the play ideas and came to resolve it on the earth has nothing to do with it it may be that your mother deserted you in the Pleiades and you fell into the water and drowned. And she may feel that, that I couldn't save my baby and having all that thing. And you have that oh, against each other. You need to forgive each other. So once I find it, the healing, which I believe is the only healing, soul healing, is by forgiveness, is I, by acceptance. I accept what happened. I forgive myself and the people mm-hmm. involved. And I choose a different yeah. way forward. I change. So if I come here and I will not hold that charge towards my mom, that's going to completely change my future. Automatically. Yeah. It's like that, right? To me, it's the right side of this number eight of the infinity, the circle. The path ahead of me is completely different because I don't have to attract my mother-like personalities in my life who will completely trigger me. So we have to look at that timeline and it's not necessary going all the way back into Lemuria and Atlantis. It just stop whatever mm-hmm. it feels weird or the funny and resolve the problem. The problem what we have now with the Lemuria and Atlantis is we are returning back to that energy. And I think that's a big surprise too. Um, what I found fascinating from my readings that here in the USA, where I live, right? The East Coast is more Atlantinian energy. The West Coast, it's all Lemurian energy. Yes, exactly. I'm from the East Coast. I'm so fascinated that you said that, right? Um, and I, I, I'm trying to remember if even in the movie, even in the Aquaman movie, mm-hmm. I think the whole, everybody thought the whole lighthouse thing was on the West Coast. But see, I thought that was East Coast energy. I thought so too. Right? So I, I thought that was like Maine or New Hampshire, right? Or something yeah, like right? that. I don't know, yes. like something like that. But I guess the West people want to own it. They, they want to own But the reason I'm bringing it up and I want you to talk about it because there's so much in your book, but what I'm really struck by is the bridge you build between what we're talking about and what we're, what we're reaching for. 
I had the oddest dream last night, which I'm not going to talk about because I don't usually dream and I don't even know it. But I was reading your book and you talk about this one thing that I got to ask you about. I do not think, had I not gone through what I went through at age six, being beaten in Catholic boarding school, I would not have had that opening, that conversation, right? And I've shared this story on, on air a bit. I got a message from Jesus at the ninth station across that I shouldn't have known. And when they took me to Mother Superior, when I said to them, Jesus told me my mom was with him, her tears were coming down her face. She had a note from my dad. My mom had just passed. So when you have that experience, but there's one thing I got to ask you about, because I think it's core, whether it's Andromeda, whether it's here, it doesn't matter. The energy power centers, you call them EPC. Okay, I want to talk about these because as I started to think about my life, just like you did, I think I had to go through like a pain thing that opened that up, that then gave me something that helped me transform. I don't know. Is that, am I oversimplifying this? No, you are saying it exactly right. And I, I'm so happy you mentioned that you just had a dream. I'm like, we want to know what your dream was, which is okay. That's what people usually say when they work with me or read the book. That's what the book opens you to. It's not like you read a book. This book is like your antenna up there. And, no. you know, I, that's what I believe in. That makes me like so happy to hear that. But yes, we do have energy power centers, which means that let's just think about your seven main chakras. And one of the chakra is a little bit stronger. And the mission of, uh, you know, awakening, what we have to do would be centered around this energy, energy center about an electromagnetic field. So the Pleiadians, they bring that in, the, in our heart chakra because Pleiadians are soul healer. We are, you know, connected to love very much. Um, we are connected to love. To remember who we are, we need to reach that lower level of the suffering. So that will be lack of love, withdrawal of the love, abuse, and so much on. But what I found really fascinating when we compare, let's say, Andromedians, they have a totally different things. Andromedian energy power center is in that third chakra, solar plexus, and it kind of go a little bit to the second one. And they awakening usually comes by the strict illness of the breaking of the bones, having a back injury. And I read for so many people, there's the same story. So like the Pleiadians go, you know, this emotional suffering, they go like, I had a back injury, I had a car injury, and that awakened me because there was no normal way to heal. And it's usually connected to the bones where, you know, the lions have a grief, lions have just hold this body kind of the energy. Um, Syrians, serious energy power center is within the mind. So they all go like Akashic records and seeing with the third eye. Well, they still need to learn to understand their body, but they awakening usually comes by, you know, um, they are knowledge keepers. So they are very intellectual people. And then, then they usually are these fighters for the justice. And they join, I have so many that joined the military or the police department and suddenly, you know, being the lawyers and suddenly realize like, oh my God, this is not how I think it's going to work. And they have that intellectual heartbreak. So let's say like, you know, we play have a, emotional heartbreak they have an intellectual heartbreak and that makes them search 
for something else and find the proofs that this is not just a hocus pocus, that there's really something in this. And if we have a heightened centers within the body and we figure it out, then we can easily put it in our work. So when you are speaking to your audience, you're literally speaking from your heart. Your soul is entwined in, in your voice. And your soul is touching and reaching other souls on that Pleiadian level. And they hear, you know, some of them may have a really bad day or feel like this is it. And then right. they, you know, listen to the doctor part and they go like, you know what? I think I can go on with one more day or I can find a healing. Or if she find a way from the Lyme disease, so can I, I can change the life. So through our energy power centers, we also share our energy and we give the healing whenever we are conscious about it or not in our own unique way. You know, and this is, let's talk about this because I want to get to, you know, some of the things in the book that people may not know about because there is an activation that happens. And, and you know, I don't know if, I don't know what the formula is. You know, I don't know, like if some people go through a rite of passage or activation and they don't have to go through a thing, let's just call it a thing in yes. life. I don't know that. Um, I know that that's not my life path. I mean, I had to go through half a lifetime of addiction and recovery and just everything you said. Why are we trying to numb ourselves? Because maybe there's information that we get. I will tell you, I am a student. The reason that I love talking with you is because I'm learning. I don't even know what I don't know about this, but I have questions. And that's what I love about what you've done in the book, because everyone goes through a different experience. I found out that while I was, and you know this about Lyme disease, you know how it works. I had such a bad case. My cells stopped working. I gained 50 pounds. Thank you, Dr. Darvish and Mary Jane Mack. Thank you both. Dr. Darvish, fantastic naturopath, took on the attorney general of the state, took on most of the country because somehow the tick does not travel from Idaho to Washington. They must have like a, a tick sign that the deer, it, it just, oh, we don't come here. But you see, these people rose up, they fought. One single occurrence for a person like me, and then there were thousands here, activated something. I want to ask you this question, because there are some people that think, Ava, you're special. Pat, you're special. Benny, you're special. Jacob, you're special. But this book you wrote is not for special. It's for everyone. Can you walk us through how some of these, how should I say them, some of these beautiful energies, whether it's, on, whether it's Andromeda or Sirius, but how, there's so many. I don't even know how you put this book together, but it's all about healing. If we could just understand that we will get the message we need, right? Yes, absolutely. So while you are reading the book, there will be one page or there may be a several of them that he says, oh my God, that sounds like me, like Centaurians having a super heavy self-destructive pattern and need to tattooing themselves. Versus Pleiadians, we are more like, no, and I met the Pleiadians who like the tattoos, but I'm more like, no, I don't need that. Really don't, you know, with all that stuff. And suddenly you realize that it's not just you, who is, you know, different 
that there are many people because this book came out of the readings for many and many people when i started to see the similarities as it's like in the past life similarities belief around the jesus christ and this and this and that happened and i started you know to question that and i said is it just my imagination maybe i just have a good imagination and right then i saw the quote from the alban einstein we cannot imagine that we have not experienced so there's go back and forth, you know, that thing of it. But the activation happened and you're reading it and you suddenly see like, that sounds like me or that feels like me. That happened to me. Oh, that's why my back healed. You know, I just read for somebody and she had a hip injury since she was a little child. And she says, you know, I actually healed them. And I was about 14 and they told me that I will be crippled later on in life. And I, when I heard that it just somehow miraculously healed, yes, because she's an Andromedian starseed and that's what they do. When that happened, what it creates, you have that click, that aha moment that we each have. Do you have go like, oh, okay. Suddenly the story from the chakra reached the electromagnetic frequency in your organs and it registered in your nervous system. That's when activation happened. Power of three is the phenomenal thing. Oh my God. God, it's like one, two, three chakras, meridian system with organs and the nervous system. We can imagine holographically. So while you're reading or hearing something or watching the Marvel movies, is you have an experience and you feel it within your body. Once you feel that within your body and you give yourself that affirmation, like, yeah, yeah, that's who I am. Yeah. That's where the magic happened. And unfortunately, they should go to warning sign. That's when you start to see the changes that you need to, to do in your life because suddenly everything comes here and you have a high and you have a low. And when you have a low, what my mentor taught me, she says, my lowest was the shame pattern. That's the lowest on the lowest. Yeah. And then she says, when you feel the shame, give yourself a pat on the back and says, yes, there's nowhere else to go. That's the bottom and you go up and then you build yourself the way who would like to be. And I think that if we embody the starseed personalities being DNA within yeah. us, then it is our responsibility to create a way of life that is inspiring to the others. Man says, you know, I, I want to be like that. I even if I study cooking or raising the children or writing the book, if you can inspire somebody to have that way and you show that impossible is possible. I mean, 24 years ago, I didn't speak English. <laughs> I'm writing in the English. I'm on your show speak perfect English. <laughs> I always joke about it. Uh, <laughs> everything is possible. We are just limiting ourselves within us. Yeah. I, I mean, I love that we're talking about this because one of the things I was struck by in the book as I went through, I related to one very specific being star siege you know and you know it's not that i didn't relate to the others but i had to go through quite a bit of the book you know to really start to read and say i think i think this is my energy i think it's this one i think this is me i i'm literally i'm reading this and i'm thinking is it why do i relate to this one right you know what is it about this and is that really what people are experiencing are they um or do they go through the book and they find something 
and, and I'm talking about uh, Centurion, mm-hmm. right? I got to that reading in the book and that chapter in the book, uh, Centurus. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what it was about this, but it just click, 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 click. Now, I don't know if I'm self-projecting. I don't know what that is. No, no, but I you related to, to it. Huh? You what? You need to stop yourself there. You know, that's that logical mind. You know, there's a little yeah. bit of light and up there that goes there like, shh, you know, with all that. But the, when you come to it, some people come to the one chapter. Some people feel that they fit into the, each one of them. When you yeah. feel like there it is, again, sit and just mm. to feel it within you. There's that soul mind consciousness. It's like that echo inside says, oh my God, you remember. You remember? Yeah. Because what you read sounded familiar. Yeah. It's not that I didn't, I didn't relate to the others. I mean, I totally have a a Pleiadian, some kind Mm -hmm. of something or other. I do. Uh, My, uh, my relationship with water growing up on the East coast, I love water. I cannot swim to save my life, but if you put me in water, I'm not going to get out. I had to move here to the West coast, water everywhere. But here's my question. And I know we only have a few minutes left. I am pretty sure that this is in front of me, your book and you, just like so many others listening, because there's something here to help me now where I am in my life. There's something here. There's a message here. So it doesn't mean I didn't relate to the others, but there's something here to learn. And I want to ask you this, because I know you work with people individually you're a spiritual counselor, whatever that is, you work with individuals. There's a point that I've discovered that I get to in my spiritual journey where I need help. Mm -hmm. And I know I'm at that. I mean, our network's growing and expanding. I never, my friends just don't get it. They're like, what the heck are you doing? How did you go from retire corporate career, doctoral program, consultant, and now you own and are running and have a great team, a positive, the Transformation Network network, television, radio, multimedia, marketing, and you're going to go from one channel to 10. And they asked me about it. Why? And then how? And I, you know what my answer is now? Because I'm called to do it. See, I don't have a logical answer for them. Because you are called to do it. And, and, and does that activate? See, see, if we could give a message to people that removes the judgment or what other people want us to frame in, what is the power in owning what we're called to do? We are here to change the world. We are here to navigate the world into the better future that will be for us, for them here, for our children, the grandchildren, everybody around. And the judgment of somebody else is their own unhappiness or own fear over whatever they are experiencing. They don't really judge you, they judge themselves. And if somebody tells me something that sounds the judgmental, doesn't understand, and if it triggers me, then I have to look, what is it that I don't feel comfortable about? Is there something from my past of the past life that I'm afraid? You know, we're really coming out of the 
very heavy last 1000 of years where we have been killed for speaking our mind, for being the healers, for doing who, who we are. Now, so it really owns it. This is what I want to do. If it makes me happy, if it makes you as the Dr. Pat happy, you're creating opportunities for your fabulous team. You're creating place that is filled with love and happiness when they wake up in the morning and says, you know what? I love my job. If you do it for your group. I love my life. Then the network grow into the 10 channels. That's mean that you can provide it to work opportunity, to way of the life, to grow, to evolving for much more people that you will naturally employ that will work with you. So you will change their life. It's like a flower of life. So why would I allow some judgment to affect me if I have a seed of life that can grow in this beautiful flower of life and change anybody around. We all are afraid and worried. When I wrote the book, my kids were still in the middle school, elementary school. And I was like, what, what the people will think about me? Do I say what I do? Will they mm -hmm. be judged? And we all get used to it. It's absolutely okay. There's this funny thing. Once you stop being afraid of the judgment, people will either get behind you or completely away from your life. It's a kind of bittersweet journey, but yes. it's a beautiful journey because yeah. I think what we create, what you create is just something that's going to change yeah. the life of many and that's meaningful. Um, Ava, I want to thank you for today. I mean, I can't thank you enough, but I also want to thank you for the way you've written the book because as you go through each, each chapter, you introduce us to our home. You call it the home world. And you talk about in each of these, the energy power center, you call them the EPC. And, you know, and, and, and also what it does is it says, look, um, I also read this first line that you said about Centurion, right? Yep. And, and it, yeah, the correct identification, naming the right energy power center for Centurion Starseeds may be challenging. And I thought to myself, okay, that's not going to be new to me. And so I love the way you've written a book because it, it's, it's, it is information, but it's also activation. It's yeah. telling us how we can do it, right? Yeah. Um, and the more and the more I, I read about this and your beautiful story, this is really for people now to understand their capacity yeah, what to open up beyond our physical, right? Absolutely. And mm. to see that we are different for the reason. And yeah. like, I can just say very quickly about centaurians. Yeah. Centaurians yeah. are hybrid beings. And so there's a confusion. You have the light and energy within you. You have a Pleiadian energy. You have a Syrian energy. And actually, you want to do everything. You want to study everything and be good at everything. And it's so confusing that it's going to become self-destructing. Because before we started the show, I was like, no, she has a Lyrian energy. I feel Lyrian. Then we talked. I was like, it's Pleiadian. And then I felt like, you know, I said, if you're going to ask me, I'm going to ask you if you can talk to the animals. That was like my thing that you might love the animals. I do talk to the animals. That's the centaurian thing. That's usually when people say, you know, I talk to the animals. That's the oh, centaurian yeah. thing. That's my selling point. Like if, or for personally for knowing, you know, if the Andromedian says, oh, I had a car accident. I was like, yep, Andromeda, you know, <laughs> talking to the animals, definitely centaurian. But then you realize that you are, you, you can choose, you can actually yeah. relax in your life. And you can yeah. say, today I act as a Pleiadian, today as a Syrian, today as a Centaurian, yeah. today I'm all of it together. It's like you go to your closet and pick the outfit you want to wear for the day. 